0: This is the We Talk Nerd
1: podcast, podcast sponsored by pixelpubgaming.com. This podcast is about everything nerd, covering games, movies, comics, and technology. Now, now it's time, time to, to get, get nerdy. nerdy.
0: I'm your host, Brandon, and this is a podcast coming soon to your ear holes near you.
1: <laughs> I'm Andrew, and
2: please don't ruin Mulan. I'm Rob, and I can't wait till they finally reboot Avengers.
0: <laughs> when is, yeah, when is that? Coming? When is the reboot coming out for Avengers? I can't wait. I can't wait. It's to been see out them. for
2: like months now. It's about time they started it back up with a brand new cast. Right.
0: I, you know, thinking about it, I think they've actually remade movies that are probably younger than the first Iron Man already.
2: Oh, I'm sure. In fact, we we can talk about that. That is basically the topic of this week's episode.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be talking about. How all those movie studios are coming out with all these sequels and remakes. Pretty much all the things your grandpa and grandma talk about that Hollywood doesn't have any more original ideas anymore. Um we're gonna talk about that and uh, see what uh you know, just kinda get it out there. But uh sure. what kinda brought this on was that I watched The Lion King this past weekend. Um and, uh, yeah, it's, it's the exact same movie with, you know, a couple updated things like jokes and stuff, but for the most part, it's scene for scene, shot for shot, uh, this exact same movie. So, you know, I got, it got me thinking like, when is, when is it too much? Like, when do we say, okay, no more remakes, let's, let's do something different. Um, uh, yeah, what kind of, what kind of opening statements do you guys have?
1: But like, if, if remakes were good, then there really shouldn't be any issue with it, right? People. Or you mean be... the
0: originals? If the originals are good, they should ever be remade. Is that what? Or are you uh, saying? No,
1: I mean if the. I mean, let's just put it this way: like if there's there was a beginning stage of remakes, right? Uh-huh. Right? There was a beginning stage of it. If those were good and people want to see more of that, then we be we should be start pumping those out because the directors are good. This the, you know the cast was good. the The way they did it was good, but I, I just find all of these mediocre. Do you guys agree with that or like disagree?
2: Well, I don't think you're alone in this, Um, but there's been no punishment for putting this kind of stuff out. They do very well. Yeah, let's talk just a little bit of the stats here. So Lion King 2019 Mm -hmm. re-released. It's got a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, so generally people are kind of neutral about it. It's considered not fresh. you got to be a 60 for it to be fresh. Mm -hmm. So it's just barely missing that. But the original Lion King is considered a classic, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, one of the top, you know, cartoon animated movies of all time. And here we are with this like CGI remake. So you'd think, okay, most people don't really like it. Or they don't, they certainly don't like it as much as the original cartoon. And, you know, and they, they put all this money into it. It should be like a huge commercial disaster. Mm. Well, it's over a billion dollars at the box office. Already? Already, yeah. there is yeah. no penalty at all for making a movie and rehashing it and having it come out and be basically just a CGI remake of the original.
0: That's what it is. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, sitting at E3 and then hearing someone say, we're going to uh, remaster this game. The, the new Lion King is a remaster of the other mm-hmm. version of the Lion King.
2: Yeah, basically. A remaster. So a it's a formula.
1: remaster. It's a formula of, of of types, basically. The nostalgia factor of those people that watch the, the original and then coming back to it, they remaking it, they're going to purchase a ticket, they're going to watch it, they're going to see it. Um, same thing, with like, like you said, with the video games, where it's I played the video game before, it was really great, but H C remastered, I want to play it again and relive those memories, right? Yeah, the nostalgia factor is a formula. These big companies are using them as... as a ploy to have the previous generation that watched the originals like lion king and then um buying these tickets and then reliving reliving it right so to speak but it's just maybe not as good as it was before but still they they're purchasing it they're they're buying it and it's more of like the 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 mentality of what where did we we learn from transformers one two three four (laughs) the night the one with Shia LaBeouf, the one with The Rock, maybe, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't learn from that. They still sold, but, you know, really they, I guess Hollywood just has that formula. They know the market, I, they know where people want it, and they, they make the, they make the films. So, yeah, and it's not,
0: you know, it's not entirely saying these films are bad, it's just, we've seen this film before, and part of what made these films good the first time was that we haven't seen necessarily something like that before, and as you can tell from the, you know the the reviews it's it's not hitting the same way it's the exact same movie exact came you know same formula if it had been, if this had been the first release of it it would have been a smash hit but mm-hmm. we've seen it before so therefore people aren't mm-hmm. going to be all that excited you know reviewing it wise
2: yeah i don't think people really care whether or not a movie is good as long as it's <laughs> something that they can just have fun with you know that's also true like like there could be plot holes there can be Bad acting, there could be still the dialogue, but if it's like a popular actor, or you know, or like a fun CGI, or that's what was so incredible about these Marvel movies coming out is that they were generally pretty good. But mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that they're like any of. None of them are going to be like studied in like film school about like you know, like the most uh, incredible. I would say maybe, uh, maybe,
0: maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a couple of them, just for what they've done.
2: Sure. Well, and specializing on like the superhero genre or something, not mm-hmm. not because of like, oh, this camera angle is like so oh, right, or, like, right. This, like, yeah, it's definitely you know, not this, artsy, yeah. right. This acting method must be, you know, recreated. It's, <laughs> Robert it's like, Downey
0: Jr. lived as Tony Stark for a year before
2: <laughs> filming. Exactly, he's a method actor. You can see it. <laughs>
0: but so uh,
1: yeah. you really hit on it, Rob. Though there's no penalty. There's no penalty from making bad movies. There's only really r- taking a little bit of risk or maybe having a somewhat good idea moving with it and then basically earning money off of it and then rolling with it some more.
2: Yep. Yeah. I think Disney, you can point right to it. Like they, they tend to go in in a couple different directions, but let's take a look at like their, their big releases over the past, you know, a couple of years, you know, the, the Lone Ranger big flop, I think hmm. it was just cause it was too old. Like, there's, I mean, that's, yeah, certainly that's probably there's too fans <laughs> of the Lone Ranger, but there's not like diehards. There's no Lone Ranger conventions, or at least none that I'm aware of, where people will go to and, you know, meet up for that kind of thing. No one's dressed like Tonto. Yeah. And same thing with like John Carter of Mars, you know. I mean, that's, that's
1: about, the one. I was trying to remember that one, John Carter. It's a
2: 120 year old book, you know. And yeah, there's, there's some comics and there was, you know, some TV and everything. But for the most part, it's not like in the, like, cultural zeitgeist but so are we saying there's a shelf life to remakes like is there
0: are we in the point now where it's like the movie studios are going we have to make these remakes now or we'll never profit off of them again
2: i think you could probably remake the lion king anytime because that's really timeless Mm -hmm. i i don't know that you can do it again in 20 years and be like hey here's the remaster (laughs) i think they have you know they've they're done with that aspect of it but i mean at any moment, you're going to hear the announcement of like a live action um, Little Mermaid, right?
0: Yeah, it's already, right. Yeah, it's already in the works. Yep,
2: Mulan on as well. Sure. Right? Yeah, Mulan. Yeah. So, like I said, there's there's no penalty to because it's a very it, there's no risk to these, to
1: these P- making people. money <laughs> really. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Yeah, and, and Disney doesn't always make money on these movies. I mean, they lost a ton of money on Lone Ranger. They lost a ton of money on John Carter and Mars. They lost a ton of money on like the Nutcracker stuff, the Alice in Wonderland reboot that had reboot her, sequel. Yeah, whatever that was. Um, you know, Mary that,
1: Poppins maybe. No, Mary do Poppins it? did very well. Because okay, there we go. Nice. Yeah, that's very. True. But
0: I also, think Mary Poppins was a straight
2: sequel. Yes, it is not a reboot. It is a sequel. So. Uh,
0: Good so what so uh you know how do you, how do we feel about sequels or is it the same realm as remakes or you know can we can they come back you know years after the original or whatever and make another you know a sequel to that is that in the same realm as remakes or what do you guys think
1: well you couldn't really do a lion king 2 right oh they have Yeah. although they've done (laughs) sorry they've done that in the cartoon version but you're saying like the idea i mean just
0: like in general like sequels oh i
1: see and sequels in general um hmm (laughs) mary poppins was good though i mean i i watched with my kids i enjoyed it i i if they did more of that i wouldn't be i wouldn't be too bad on it you know wouldn't be wouldn't be bad so
0: yeah, like so. Instead of making these remakes, they go, okay, we're gonna make a sequel
2: instead. Yeah, like a true sequel. So mm-hmm. let's talk about a couple of them, right? There, there's a few that I can, you know, rattle off, and yeah, we can talk about, you know, our overall impressions of them and everything. Um, so one that jumps out to me, Blood uh, Blade Runner twenty forty
0: nine. Oh, God, I like that movie.
2: I have not I watched it. Generally, it was received pretty well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not as good as the original, I think. I think that's the consensus, but overall, not bad, right? Right. So that one's a little risky because people like Blade Runner, but there's not a. It wasn't like, like it's that very cool occult
0: cult uh, following with it, I believe.
2: Originally, I, I think it's big enough now. Like you can go yeah. back to it, and there's a lot of people that are really into it. But yeah, like you said, it would be more of a cult classic, right? All right, mm-hmm. another one that took some time from original release to second Incredibles two. This is true. Oh, very
1: good. That We're was a on to 12 years. Breaths. Yeah, yeah. One of the best, in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. a very good movie. Yeah. Sure.
2: Prometheus.
0: Hmm. Now, I, I'm one of those cool things. I'm not going to say thing. that Prometheus was bad, but it was enjoyable.
2: Ooh, I'm I'm glad to hear someone enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. Did you? I'm going to say, yeah. Okay, well, I'll leave this here then. Um, That was (laughs) that was something that I thought was not as great. Um, I did like Alien Covenant Mm -hmm. a little bit better. I I felt like that's probably what Prometheus should have been. Um, But either way, I didn't really need it. Uh, It didn't enhance my viewing of alien or aliens anymore. Mm -hmm. All right, another one. Return to Oz. That's that's something I don't have any. I haven't seen. Now, Now, there are two of these. So we're all familiar with the original, you know, uh, Judy Garland classic, yep. you know, The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. They made a sequel in the 80s called Return to Oz. And I remember watching it as a kid. It didn't feel as magical or as fun, but it was like that whole like whimsical type of world. Um, so but that would have been 40 years after the original movie came out, 40 plus years. And then to lump on top of that, around 30 years later, you got the James Franco, uh, the Great and Powerful. Oh, right. Right, right. Yeah. It's hard to even remember that those came out. But forgetful. So, yeah, Because yeah, they were just not, not well received. So hmm. I think there's not a lot of memory when it comes to these bad remakes, and people just kind of dismiss them as, as what they are. So I don't see much much uh, problem with people rebooting uh, beloved franchises because if they're not well-received, people will just forget that they ever came out.
0: This is true. They do fall to the wayside in the the canals of history.
1: Mm-hmm. They did sure. Alice in Wonderland, I believe. They did Charlie and Chocolate Factory as well. well so
2: the Charlie and Chocolate Factory was a reboot. Reboot, mm-hmm. right. Right. Or a remake? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm gonna guess it was a remake. With um, you know, I technology. mean, do we
0: want to talk about the how you? What would you consider a remake versus a reboot?
2: Sure. Yeah, we could certainly talk about that. So yes, it really depends on. I'll throw it out there. I think it, for me, I think it's how many movies you plan to make after you rebooted it, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's like if if you're rebooting a fran- or a remaking a franchise.
2: Yeah. So so let's talk about like a remake would be like a remake of like when they redid Psycho, right? It was just like with newer actors and, you know, they did like a shot for shot kind of thing, but they kind of, kind of did it up a little bit more, had like, you know, it's, it's not as good as the original, but they, you know, they had a little more like time. I wouldn't say timelessness to it, but they gave it more um, recent appearance, right? Like it looked Mm. newer, looked a little fresher.
1: Another one in my mind would be like RoboCop, the new RoboCop a couple of years ago, right? Sure. Yeah. Great. One. But that Great one
2: of one, now would you consider
0: that one, a reboot right. or is that a remake?
1: That's a that reboot, a right? Total reboot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cause it didn't really have any of this the storyline from the original from I remember. Yeah. So
2: I think time will tell that it's actually going to be a remake as in they remade the first one mm-hmm. and it's not going to go any further. Cause there's not going to be a sequel to that. Uh, it didn't do very well. There'll eventually be one, but it'll probably be another remake or reboot. <laughs> so a reboot, I would consider something like the Spider-Man series. I mean, that's got to yes. be the most famous yep. reboot. That's right?
0: exactly what I had in my mind. Yep.
2: So when you're talking about, you know, we say the original, but of course there was some, you know, previous Spider-Man movies in the 70s. And yeah, but
0: what, and what, what everybody would consider the original. Like, mm-hmm. th- this is the OG Spider-Man
2: series. Yeah, it would be the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi um, mm. from 2001 um so that one comes out has three movies uh first one was i thought very good second one also very good third one was just absolutely indescribable in terms Flop. of yeah. yeah it flopped um made a lot of money but it was yeah. not well received by fans by critics um just in general okay so we talked about the uh you know the the indescribable you know the, just the bad um uh, effort we think with uh, Spider-Man three and that there was actually a Spider-Man four in the works that never came out, but there was uh you know, Sam Raimi was direct, know, was attached to direct. There was um, you know, Tobey Maguire was coming back. They got everyone back for this and they just couldn't stomach it. Like it was just three had done so poorly that they just said, no, we're going to take it in a different direction right. and that they did um, in 2000 and I want to say 11 uh, they rebooted uh, with Spider-Man, uh, the amazing Spider-Man starring uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. That's right. And that one came out to generally middling reviews. i um, not, not a classic director. It's a uh, director's last name was Webb, So I think there was some like jokes. Haha. They did it. But, um, in general, those were not well-received or as well-received as the previous ones, although I think there was some like things that people liked with the tone. What would you guys think of the reboot of Spider-Man?
0: The first reboot, yeah. I mean, the first movie was definitely, I think, uh, after coming off Spider-Man 3, it was definitely like, okay, yeah, we're getting back on track with what a, a Spider-Man film should be like.
1: I, I would agree with that. Um, then it kind of fell off for the second one. Oh, but I, I do I do agree with that though. Once,
0: once we hit the second one, it's like, oh, yep, this is done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is why I didn't make another one. Yeah, so that was um.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna share a little bit of info here with the, uh, you know, with the audience. But um, I remember people making fun of uh that one. They call it the dubstep Spider Man. <laughs> and I recall Andrew really liking it for its dubstep tones. The really? Dubstep really?
1: Yeah. You remember that? I okay. do. Okay. Well, I, I can't go back my word, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I like I've done this entire podcast
2: all so it could come to this moment. <laughs> this moment in time. Which that okay. you liked
1: the dubstep attack.
2: Oh, that's not so bad, you said.
1: Okay, I accept it. I accept this. <laughs> Our, our listeners can go back and, and just, you know, replay it over and over. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the examples I thought of just, like,
2: lazy writing where, you know, um, you know the bad guy's not really a bad guy. He just happened to fall in a vat of electric eels somehow and became electrified. It was just – it was sloppy, you know, and, and he accidentally killed someone he didn't really want to. Was, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx with that bad comb over, <laughs> and he was – um you know, he electrocuted his boss or something. And of course, after that, he's got to go fight Spider Man somehow. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, I, I think it was a people could see the writing on the wall there. Like, ah, uh, they really swung and missed with this, with the second one. Totally agree. So <laughs> now, uh, Marvel makes a deal with the devil or, or Sony Pictures, and um, they get the rights to uh, put Marvel or put Spider Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that was kind of a surprise when people showed up to watch uh, Captain America Civil War and swinging in out of nowhere, Spider-Man. On the roof. On the roof. So integrated, what, guys, integrated. what was your guys' reaction to that? Um,
0: you know, when I first heard they were rebooting it, I was kind of like, come on, haven't we done this already? Mm-hmm. Um, but after seeing the uh, homecom- or uh, yeah, Homecoming, it's like, I've really been missing out on a good, like a really good Spider-Man movie.
2: Sure, I think the quality level of Homecoming was much higher than the Amazing Spider-Man reboots. I would say that it's even
0: better than the uh,
2: the the OGS. Oh, really?
0: Yeah,
1: Spider-Man Two was really good. Tom Holland was really good.
0: Tom Holland felt like a really good Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Not saying anything wrong with Tom McGuire. He's just he seemed like a a much older Peter Parker, and that's not how it was portrayed in those movies.
2: Yeah, he, he certainly acts the part of a um, of a teenager, and that's I think how Spider-Man started. And it's kind of smart for them to go along with that because now it seems like they can kind of keep him young and keep him, you know, of college age or high school age and and be able to kind of ride that out for a while. My probably my biggest concern with Homecoming was that as good as it was, it still felt like maybe not quite as good as it should have been. Like it didn't to me; it didn't feel as good as the original Tobey Maguire or especially Spider-Man Two, which I think is probably one of the still like one of the top um, examples of a of a Marvel uh, superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But then I think they were. I I feel like this newest one that just came out, the um, Far From Home, mm-hmm. is actually the better of the two. I think so as well.
0: I I felt like homecoming got
2: better lacked a bit from points, not, not for any particular thing, but just like, I never really felt the danger, the world building they were doing kind of felt a little slow. And the pace was, the pace just didn't really grab me quite right, but obviously it was a little bit better. It was better than the uh, Andrew Garfield ones, but this most recent one I think is a lot of fun and really what a Spider-Man movie should be. And I think they did Mysterio really right so it might actually be one of the best like villains mm-hmm. in a Marvel Cinematic uh, movie as well
1: so coming back from our original conversation I'm glad we're talking about a reboot or a, you know some sort of form of remake that's actually good or getting better mm-hmm. right whereas like if some, sometimes it was like more of a negative tone but like I said from the beginning if they start making more of these reboots you know these remakes you know these sequels whatever you may want to call them you know, better with more quality, you know, better story, and they see progress, then, yeah, we're going to spend our money more. But then again, there is, coming back to it, there's no penalty for making a mediocre movie with using just nostalgia as, as the backstory of it, right? So, well,
2: sometimes. So there there has been some situations where uh, studios have been penalized for just making bad movies. Um, the most recent one is the uh, Dark Phoenix.
1: Ah, uh, the yeah. first-class series. Yeah, but that's been a while though, all the first class series in itself. So,
2: it's oh, no, the, nail in the coffin. Out a, a, so at the time of this recording, it's it's about a month or two old now. Yeah.
1: No, I I'm I, I'm sorry, like I mean if you think about it, it the first class uh series, like the one, two, and then of course this one, right? It's part of the series. Oh you sure. would say.
0: yeah, if you
2: if you want to talk about X Men,
0: do you want to consider it a reboot or is it because technically it's just a
2: sequel. Well, I think that's one where you get remake reboot and sequel like all in together right Mm -hmm. so um you could say this most recent dark phoenix movie was a remake of x-men 3 last stand because i would say
0: reboot on that one
2: (laughs) so fair enough you could say reboot although it's follows the the similar storyline of the dark Mm. phoenix saga and everything so it already gets that and some of the same people are in there so mm-hmm. that's a little confusing because you you still have um, you know, um, you know Professor Xavier is a uh, you know John Luke and of course um, some some of the you know characters that were from the same area. Now I would say a reboot would certainly be like first class, even though it was like kind of a prequel. It kind of right. started over and introduced like a whole new set of characters. And right. actually, that's my favorite X Men is the first class. That's really good. Hmm. Okay, well then,
1: but it got worse over time. Oh, So so, so the idea is what I kind of go back to is like Transformers. Transformers, you know, it's great. We've seen it. It's like like new and everything, but then it starts falling off and it becomes a negative connotation. So like, so people would expect like first class if they start seeing the trends already, you know, probably shouldn't be seeing this last one, right? Same thing with Transformers kind of weighing off. Or did we even see that trend at all?
2: It was a quick fall, so... So you're already at the bad point, right? You got to Last Stand. So the first X-Men, well-received. Didn't really put a whole lot of money into it. You know, it was kind of a problem. Uh, But then X-Men 2 comes out. It's it's great. One of the best, you know, movies in that genre. Last Stand comes out. Oh, people have turned on it. It's not the original director, you know, and the people aren't really happy with it. So now we need to pivot and go somewhere else. So here comes First Class. First Class. Great movie. One of my favorite uh, directors, uh, Matthew Vaughn, also did Kick Ass and Kingsman and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's got a great visual style, and I think it worked really well for that type of movie. But then he doesn't get to make any more. It goes back to Brian Singer. He gets to take the the reins again and makes the very good Days of Future Past. Now, I felt like there was like, and, and also maybe still the most expensive movie ever made. Wow. A lot of they actors got, in that movie. They get all wow. the actors from all the X Men's um, back, including all the special effects, and it was like almost three hours. So, um, And they got Peter Dinklage at pretty much the height of his career. So they, they got some very expensive people to come in and make a, a pretty okay um, to probably pretty good X Men movie. I think we all agree to that, right? It's yeah. been a little yeah. Yeah. since yeah. i have seen it. Yeah. Now they follow that up with X Men Apocalypse, which is. I would probably say the most meh X-Men movie I've Very ever seen. Meh. Um and that there's just not at a At the time there.
0: I didn't think it could get worse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, but all I all was those wrong. cartoon things uh, floating around at the end. I mean, it was you, you could tell the special effects were just rushed and cheap and shoddy and people I didn't care about were in there. Um, it, it was it was not great. But then yeah, followed up by Dark Phoenix which um, I think everyone kind of regrets.
0: It could have been a good movie. I'll give them a. Could have been a good movie. Yeah,
1: I don't been. know.
2: <laughs> could <have> not <been laughs> even have been. know
1: about that? <laughs> you don't even know about that.
2: Right. I, I don't know that there was much redeeming about it. I mean, the audience agrees. It's got a twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, generally unfavorable. Um, it made two hundred and fifty dollars at the box, or two hundred and fifty million at the box office on a two hundred million dollar budget. Uh, with all the marketing and everything, I think they even knew they had a flop. I think, a I think I think they yeah I think they
0: knew that that you know it was their time was ending anyway for their mm-hmm. whole X Men series. Sure. And so
2: yeah, it did um, not make its money back. So this would be considered a um, you know. A,
0: oh, I'm sure a it loss. made all of its money back when they sold it over to Disney. <laughs> oh
1: sure. sure. <laughs> Unfortunate because really. Um, Going back to the X Men series and like Wolverine and Logan, Logan, in my opinion, very very good movie, I thought. Um, yeah, true. And you know that that would be. Uh, uh, this is very confusing because there was a Wolverine series in itself, which was part of the X Men series, a different a different, yeah, a different to, aspect of it, same timeline.
0: To, to me, it's all sequels. Um, on a but you're right. It is it is kind of a, I guess a remake for the Wolverine, you know, the Wolverine movie.
2: Yeah, well, you know, they had this whole idea that they were going to take and do the um, X-Men Origins and they were going to do it for each one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, obviously, Wolverine was their first one. The second one was going to be X-Men Origins uh, Magneto, and that actually turned into first class. So wow. they, they kind of pivoted on that. But it's, it's interesting how they just, you get to a point where it's, okay, Famke Jensen, you know, we can't have her be, Gene gray anymore you know um you know picard's getting a little bit older now um you know and maybe he's demanding a bit more money where do we go from here like what's the next you know step and you've got people that don't want to be in the movie um you know like jennifer lawrence didn't want to be
0: nope in the movie but she she kept coming
2: back
1: uh due to her contract yeah so what what have we learned thus far (laughs) really from all the discussions from like good movies to bad and all this other stuff. Cause I, I mean, I'm getting a lot of a good, good reviews for movies I shouldn't see, but there's also, <laughs> there's also, there's also the aspect of like, when, when does it, when is this a success and can we, can, you know, people learn from that and follow in the paths of the good pe the, the good movies that are sequels reboots and those, these sorts of, these sorts of things. Right. Or what is the formula in, in, for the good ones right is it just better directing is it just you know uh, i don't know like better story what what is it really what's the formula there what should we what what do we expect as consumers well
2: i'll throw it out there that i think it's it all comes down to the quality of it right like why are you remaking this movie is there like people demanding it is there actually like a um like a desire for the audience to want to come and like see this, or is it just because it fits like with a, a release schedule and it's like a, like an appropriate time for it. Uh, Or is it, you
0: know, is it, is this maybe you can, you know, does does the story fit, you know, the current environment in the, in the world, you know, does it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's being, does the story being told fit with the story going on now? That kind of thing.
2: Sure. So with Disney's acquisition of Fox studios, um, or 21st Century Fox, or whatever they whatever was sold under, they really have no competition in like the superhero realm because they've already Disney
0: is Man. Disney is Thanos at the end of Infinity War, it really
2: is. Um, it really is. And I mean, when you look at like competitive, you know, superhero movies or, or uh, other media, I mean, it's WB, and there's not a whole lot on the WB that is going to. You know, really compete. Um, you know, Wonder Woman's okay, but it's—I mean—they're already talking about rebooting Justice League, and it's not even four years old. Nope. They're—they're <laughs> they're realizing they made a terrible mistake <laughs> on a billion-dollar movie.
1: So I didn't even know it was a billion-dollar movie. Um, I think I think their
2: biggest—I think it was think like seven hundred-ish. It, it was around this. They made that around that money. And it was like the same as Deadpool. And like they made Deadpool for like pennies compared to Justice League.
0: I think that um, Disney's not going to get their biggest superhero competitors from superheroes. This is going to be maybe just comic book movies in general. Such, you know, we have, uh, you know, like Kingsman, for say, and just other comic books that maybe not necessarily have to do with superheroes that are being turned into
2: movies. Mm. Yeah, you would think that there'd be nothing but, you know, new content and everything. But right now, Disney owns so much of the IPs. So there's they have this list of the most successful entertainment franchises um, just globally. And if you listen to this list, it is insane how much of it Disney owns uh, or has their, their hands in, right? So um, it starts Pokemon. <laughs> Star Wars. Okay. So there's Disney. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Disney. Spider Man. Partly Disney. Pirates of the Caribbean. A. James Bond, which will fall under Fox.
1: I think that's right, right? Doesn't it fall under Fox?
2: I don't think so. I
1: I kind of agree with Rob there. I think so. I mean, mean... Um, who's.
2: MGM. So it's not. Okay. Yeah. Scratch that.
1: <laughs> still oh, okay. Still
2: still on the more okay. Disney. Next. Uh, Jurassic Park. The DC Extended Universe. Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Toy Story. So here we are Disney. With, with Disney again. Transformers. The Simpsons. Which Mission is Impossible. Disney. Yeah, which is now <laughs> Disney. Mission Impossible. And Ice Age. So those are the of that list. There, I mean, a good number of them are owned by Disney or Disney has their hands in, and some of it just absolutely dwarfs some of the other ones. Uh, Star Wars and the Marvel Cinematic Universe being, you know, the biggest examples. Right. Wow. So so opens up the, open the eyes I, though. Yeah, I think the I think the lesson, um, is with Disney being at the helm of these, you're you're going to see a lot more. <laughs> See a whole lot <laughs> of remakes, a
0: lot Expect of more. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Expect more, but be be a cautious consumer. You know, you know. Or if, you, if you really do and like it, if you do really do like it, then you can spread the word. Of course, like I've I've heard parents really enjoy Lion King. You know, with with their with their children because they haven't seen it, but they want to experience it together. You know, I so think I think it's it's a good reason why. Same with Aladdin yeah. or any of these any of these other ones. Sure, you know, of course. But then, like, the reboots and the remakes that, you know, us, us, like, maybe mature audiences were looking for those specific things. Like, Hellboy is one of those. Is, is that, it's coming out. Is that a remake, a reboot? It's I'm sorry. Not...
0: It was a re- reboot.
1: It's a reboot. Yeah. So that's another and one. And it right? did terrible. Mm-hmm. And there we go. So it's another example of a bad, another bad one. Right. So we just got to be cautious consumers. That's all. And uh, look out for more in the future. Right. That's, that's, the trends is what we're seeing, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Be a smart consumer, vote with your wallet, seek out other ways to get entertainment. You know, you don't have to just take what's spoon fed. Unless
1: it's <laughs> adds Avengers on it, because that's <laughs> well, probably just gold. Obviously. You know.
0: The We Talk Nerd podcast is part of the Pixel Pub Gaming community. For more information regarding our community and the games we play, please visit pixelpubgaming.com. Join our Discord partnered community. Gain XP for chatting, earn levels, and enter our giveaways. Please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com pixelpub. The We Talk Nerd podcast is made possible because of listeners like you. Support us by sharing this podcast with your friends and leaving us a five-star review. See you, nerds.